I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. And welcome to this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum. I'm your host, Rebecca Cressman, and today we're going to introduce a theater that may be familiar to you generally, or maybe you've never heard about it, but what it's involved in is really extraordinary. It's a Hope Box Theater in Kaysville. And joining us in the studio, Ryan Bruckman, who's the marketing director, and you're also a board member of the Hope Box Theater. That's correct. I've been with him for about two and a half, almost three years now. Right. appreciate you coming in because I think this is going to be wonderful to share the story and what's coming on stage and, and the excitement behind that. Another board member is joining us. Her name is Becky Ostad. Becky, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having us. And she has a special role where she she helps coordinate what we'll call the Wall of Hope recipients. So we'll do a little drum roll, and we'll get to that in a second. First of all, tell us about the history of the Hope Box Theater. So the Hope Box Theater started out as a vision from our founder, Jen Williams, who is a four-time cancer survivor, and it was she was... I think it was her third time, Becky, that she was going through. Goodness yeah, gracious. it was her third time. Um, Jan's my sister-in-law, so it was her third time going through um, cancer. And um, she has a musical uh, dance theater company called Showstoppers, and it's a youth um, group from Tiny Tones, which is three up until the seniors, which are um, 17, 18-year-olds. So music and performance so music has been and a performance, part of her. Sure. Uh-huh. And um, when she got cancer for the third time, she wasn't able to continue on with that a group theater. So she took a break. And during that time of her going through her cancer treatments, she really struggled with finding hope and being positive and finding that one thing that was going to live one more day. And um, a group of her students, the showstopper students came to her home, um, myself and our, my sisters and some of the other directors and instructors brought the kids to her home and we pretty much serenaded her. We sang to her outside of her home and she recalls saying that experience that was the thing that she held on to was hearing those angelic voices of those those kids who meant so much to her in her life that really gave her the hope to keep living each day so that she could get back into doing the things that she loved about life and that she was passionate about. And so the more she thought about it and the more she thought about these children and the community and the connection and the network that we build with one another, the idea of um, the theater of bringing people in um, to perform for those who might be struggling in their lives with cancer, to give them one thing to be able to hold on to that hope to have a day 
that's carefree where they can come and be normal again, right? And enjoy some of the things that they might not be able to enjoy because of the cancer treatment, because of the stress that's been on their families. And so the idea of the Hope Box Theater was was born. Right from there. Right from and there. And yet, even as you share that, uh, Becky, it it brings to, to mind family members, people I've cared about who struggle with cancer or fight mm-hmm. the, the, the fight the against battle. cancer, the battle. It can feel lonely, um, and it can feel there's so much fear involved yeah. in it. And yet when you do have that support, when you have those, we call them co-survivors sometimes, those people that say, I'm going to yoke this with you. Mm-hmm. And it, it is everything. And they've done research that actually shows we heal better. We're healthier mm-hmm. as someone who is struggling through cancer when we have these wonderful experiences, these support systems. So I think it's fantastic. Ryan, how did you hear about the Hope Box Theater? So I got started with the Hope Box Theater as a director. Mm-hmm. Um, I directed their production of Nonsense a few years ago. Nonsense. Nonsense. So you started with comedy. Oh yes, yes. That's my that's my forte. And I I really I got the opportunity. Someone recommended me to them, and they were looking for directors. And I got a chance to sit down with Jan and interview a little bit to let her know kind of what my skills were and everything. And it took me about five minutes of sitting down with Jan to realize just how big this could be and how big this is, and what an amazing opportunity it was to be a part of the Hope. Um, because you've been involved in other theater as, as an experienced director. Yeah. I've so been, what makes this so different that you said after five minutes, I, you realized I, I want to be a part of this? The first thing is you could tell that the people there cared. Jan and some of the other people who are or the, the regulars there, Derek, Curtis, the other two founders, you know that these people genuinely care about not only the theater and the art that we put on there, but the people that we're bringing through, both the actors, the Wall of Hope recipients. There's nobody that comes through that door that we don't care about, that we don't want Mm -hmm. to have a special experience. We want them to be a part of our Hope Box family. It matters to us. Mm -hmm. Um, And feeling that so quickly in just an interview setting made me know that this is where I want to be. This is where I want to be dedicating my time. I've been been doing theater for 15 years now, and it was something that I – it was refreshing. I love doing theater. I've been – I've done it in many different theaters across the valley, and I just – that little bit of extra there just – it sold me so quickly mm, because art already as a as a a bridge that connects us person to person. I mean, art does that right when we mm-hmm. read books, when we watch films, when we see theater, we see and and learn to empathize with people that are so that may be different from us. We might see ourselves in these characters, and yet, like you said, behind the stage, there's a whole nother beautiful story being told to encourage those who are struggling with cancer. Yeah. One of the things that um, I've I've enjoyed in being part of um, Hope Box, um, I've been there since the beginning. How I long used, has that been, by the way? Oh, my gosh. Well, in, in the beginning, we were a year. <laughs> in the beginning with Jan, um, it was around 2009 when we started um, Showstopper Productions, and I was her office manager. And then when she created the theater, then I took on a different role and no longer participated in that. But what I find um, in, in coming to the theater is the performance are the performers are there because they love what they're doing, right? But they want to be there because of what they're giving back to the cancers, the, the Wall of Hope recipients or the people who we're helping who are in the battle of, of cancer. Um, they're, it brings a different meaning than just performing for fun. They're doing it because someone, they're giving back. They're giving back to their community and they know that they're touching somebody else's lives. And, you know, cancer is something that everybody's life is touched by it in some way. And so it's, it, per, it puts a personal meaning um, 
to the show and to the practices, to the rehearsals for them to show up and to be there to give back and to give something to cheer up somebody else's day. Because, you know, so let's talk about that wall of hope recipients because they are receiving donations from the sales of the tickets to the performances. Is that accurate? Yes. Okay. So, um, we encourage anybody, it could be community members, it could be cast members, it could be family members. Um, they can nominate somebody who they know is going through the battle of cancer through their journey and they can nominate that person. Whether it's a child, a teenager, teenager an adult, adult mm-hmm. anywhere on. Okay. And then we um, have a board that meets and each show, a wall of hope recipient is chosen for each show. Each of the performances throughout? Throughout or, our Like, season. for example, Peter Pan, there'd be one recipient for that show. Yes. yes. Okay. Garrett so, Kay is our recipient for Peter Pan. Ooh, right I can't now. wait to yeah. hear about him. Yep. And mm-hmm. so um, it makes it kind of fun because cast members can nominate. Anybody really can. And then we choose somebody that kind of fits kind of what the show is going to be. So, you know, our Wall of Hope recipient for Peter Pan is a young boy, you know. So we try to do those kinds of things um, to kind of make it a special event event for them. And we reach out to the family. Um, I work with them and uh, we talk with them um, on a regular basis. I check in on them. How are you doing? How's the treatments going? And develop that personal connection with them. Um, I give them feedback about the show and what they could expect. And then we honor them on closing night where they're able to come. And we have special gifts that we give them um, of things that either we've learned about them or through the run of the show, um, things that we've done for them, like we'll put their name on somewhere on the set. And so the family is watching throughout the show to see where the Wall of Hope recipient's name appears magically somewhere on the set. Um, and so there's little things um, that we, we give to them and that the cast members do for them. And then um, part of our ticket sales does go um, to the Hope Box recipients, to the family, because we know that there's a lot of things that aren't covered from your insurances. Um, and you're medical. not a parents are not able to go to work. Often They're not in able order to go to, to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or there's costs that uh, incur with travel down to the cancer center and, you know, lodging sometimes or food that you have to get wheelchairs extra things that just aren't covered and so it's our way of giving back to maybe kind of ease the burden a little bit for some of those things that the family just has to endure and just have to carry if you've just joined us this is the impassioned voice of becky ostad she is the board member with the hope box theater in kaysville who is over, helps oversee the Wall of Hope recipients. We're talking about how this production, the productions throughout the year at this beautiful theater is helping family members or individuals who are battling cancer uh, through donations and support. Also joining us in the in the uh, studio today is Ryan Bruckman. He's a board member and the marketing director. So you said this year... The performance, which has already started, is Peter Pan. How long, how much longer will Peter Pan, uh, what's closing night, the date of closing night? Peter Pan runs until August 25th. Okay. Um, and there are matinee performances on the final two Saturdays of, of that. So, And you're directing? Not this one. Uh, okay. Jen Williams, our founder, is actually directing this oh, one. Yes. You'll be able to see her her mm-hmm. touch on this. She's she's a woman with big vision for the theater and big vision for her shows. Mm-hmm. So. Is Peter Pan really going to fly? Of course. Okay. <laughs> Don't get <it> away. <laughs> of course Peter flies. All right. And so tell us about Garrett. He's 14 years old. Mm-hmm. And and so a member of the, of the staff recommended him or nominated him? Yeah. A member of um, the cast nominated him, had a personal connection with him. And so they wrote a synopsis kind of about his story and kind of about him. And um, 
when we got together, everyone felt like this was the one for the show. And so we reached out to his family and they're super excited um, to be able to come and to be able to participate. Um, can you share a little bit of his story? How much art can we share? You know, I, I had thought about that and I haven't got permission from the family to be able to, right. to say we, much. Um, and I would I hesitate to, to do that because it's... It's his private journey. Yeah, it's a they, privacy thing. They have provided us with a story that you can read at HopeBoxTheater.com. Yes. It's available there, his story. We put it on the front page so that anyone coming to get tickets to the show can see who's been nominated and what their story is. Wonderful. At HopeBoxTheater.com, look for the story of Garrett, who is the Wall of Hope recipient Mm -hmm. for the production of Peter Pan. How many cast members will be involved or are involved in Peter Pan? That's a big show. I mean, there's a lot of pirates. It is. And <laughs> and we've actually on the, we double cast this one as well. So I think we have over 70 people. It's like 75, 78 people in the cast. Yeah. Are total. they all from the Kaysville area? Are you attracting actors and actresses from across all the valleys? All the valleys. All the valleys. Mm-hmm. All the valley. Yeah. That's pretty tremendous. Mm-hmm. I know a couple of them that come from Riverton Draper area up to Kaysville. I mean, that's, that's, you know, it's an hour drive every day for them to be up at this rehearsal and they're... You know, they're volunteering their time for this cause. And so we appreciate those who are coming from far north and from far south to be a part of telling the stories and, and helping mm-hmm. helping us bring this to Garrett. Mm-hmm. It's interesting how much of an impact uh, being a member of a cast of, of performance can be in someone's life. I was just talking to a gentleman who he just retired from his last musical at the age of 86. And he said, it was the icing on the cake of my life to have had a chance to have performances after performances where I had a second family mm-hmm. experience to perform and bring joy to other people that he just, it, it helped extend the, the quality of his life in, in ways that are immeasurable. So you're finding actors and actresses that are acting for the love yes. of the craft, the leg of the story. Well, they develop relationships with the Wall of Hope recipients. If their health permits it, they're able to come to the dress rehearsals. So they start developing a relationship with them. And, um, you know, then they're there for the closing night when we do honor them. But before and after every show, they do a cheer or they play their favorite song or they do something that recognizes that Wall of Hope recipient. And so, you, you know, they'll do a cheer for them before and every every rehearsal. Um, also, I wanted to mention we in the studio, we have or in the theater, we have a wall that's designated just for the um, people who've received the Wall of Hope recipient and their name plaque is written um, on a plaque with the show that they were in. And at the end of the closing night, um, Jan um, has her name on there because she was the first Wall of Hope recipient and all of the other um, families put their name on there as well. So as long as the theater is going to be there, we're going to have a Wall of Hope um, a wall of hope where recipients can come and they can see everybody whose lives has been impacted by the work that's done you at know, Hope Box. We have listeners all the way from the Idaho border down to near St. George. Uh, that's just north and south, not mm-hmm. including east and west. Tell us where the Hope Box Theater in Kaysville is. Um, where is it at? It's a, it's, admittedly, it's a little bit difficult to find sometimes. We find people. It's uh, on the frontage road um, up in Kaysville. Uh, if you know where Pounds Park is, it's in that area. Pounds Park? Pounds Park. Pounds Park. Pounds Park. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. it used to be an old church. Um, it's got a, a dove stained glass. Thing that makes mm-hmm. it kind of iconic in the area. Um, if you've, if I lived up in Kaysville. I grew up in that area. I knew that church for a long time. Um, I was excited to see it become something like this. So, 
if you're coming up, it's 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 not too far off the freeway. Actually, if if you're going on northbound I-15, it's just over the wall on um, just before you get to Boondocks and the the mill on that side. That actually so, really helps, yeah. by the way, to have those landmarks mm-hmm. so that we're reminded when we're driving by. And then southbound. Again, look for boondocks in that area. Yeah, okay. it's Kaysville Exit Lagoon. We're in between those mm-hmm. two places. So it's 1700 South Frontage Road um, in Kaysville. How much does it cost to attend a typical uh, performance at the Hope Box Theater? Anywhere from, we have uh, child tickets that are around $12 mm-hmm. to a full adults are about 15 16 depending on the production. And then you know that a portion of that is mm-hmm. going to... The Wall of Hope recipients. Yeah. And in fact, if... Um, Anybody can donate. Um, they can earmark how much of their individual donation that they want to go to the Wall of Hope recipient. Um, and oftentimes the cast members donate and our my family donates and our season ticket holders, you know, donate. So there's places that if, if they're able to want to give a little bit more to the family than just what we're doing with the ticket sales, then that money is earmarked for the Wall of Hope recipients and it goes directly to the family. And um, so if anybody out there wants to be able to do that, they're welcome to do that. I'll and the website you, again is what? On a HopeBoxTheater.com. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, one of my favorite parts of closing night um, when we honor the recipients is uh, one of the founders, Derek, he gets up and he's the one who kind of handles the finances and he shares stories of people who donate. And um, recently we've had stories where two young girls, um, I think they were like nine and 11, something like that, started a lemonade stand, took all the proceeds that they made from their lemonade stand. It wasn't, it's not a large amount of money or whatever, but they did, did that entire thing so that they could donate the money to the Wall of Hope recipient for the show that was running. Like, that's the sort of thing it encourages from people at all levels, children, adults. People are giving the little they can in donations. Uh, sometimes it's time. Sometimes it's items. But just those little things. It's amazing to see how much good there is out there and how people. If you open the door yeah. and let them know how to help. Yeah. That then they want to. That they want to. That's a wonderful vision to think of these two little girls uh, talking together, mm-hmm. standing on the side of the road mm-hmm. and knowing that they. it's a little emotional yeah. for me. For them to know that they're making a difference in someone's life, and that's just beautiful. <clears throat> I apologize for the emotions. You mentioned that the website is hopeboxtheater.com. Peter Pan is on the stage, you said, till August? 25th. 25th. How many nights are their performances? So they run Mondays, Fridays, and Saturdays usually. Um, occasionally, if the shows are selling well, we will add additional performances. Okay. Mondays? Fridays and Saturdays. Mm-hmm. And then once Peter Pan and uh, closes and the curtains close and Peter Pan flies away with Tinkerbell. I can't remember the ending. Then what's next on the horizon? <laughs> the Scarlet Pimpernel will be our yeah. next production. Whew. Talk about breadth and depth of mm-hmm. changes. Will you be directing the Scarlet Pimpernel? I am. I'm actually co-directing the Scarlet Pimpernel with a, with a friend of mine. To, okay. And we're excited for that. Auditions will start up here pretty soon. And it, we'll, will that be in the fall? Yes, that will run in October. We'll have that. That'll be our October show. That'll run October third through the 27th, 27th or something. Uh-huh. Do you usually run four plays or four um, four performances a year? Pardon me, four plays a year? We usually, uh, in the past, we've done five. five. Okay. Next year, we just announced our new our 2019 can we, season. Can we know what that is? Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> I just have to think through it myself here. Mm-hmm. We, our 2019 season starts uh, with... I put you on the spot. Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia, which is all the rage right now yeah, in particular. Right. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. So we go from Mamma Mia to Catch Me If You Can. Oh, which is really fun. And then mm-hmm. uh, we're doing our first straight play, which is uh, See How They Run. And then we'll do All Shook Up and then Clue the Musical, 
followed by It's a Wonderful Life to finish off our 2019 season. How beautiful is that? You know, in addition to all of the performances that we do, I wanted to also comment on the fact that every year we bring all of our Wall of Hope recipients um, back together um, for a special showing of the show during the Christmas season. It gives them an opportunity to reconnect not only with the cast and the directors, but it also gives them a, a ability and time to be able to connect with those who've also struggled with cancer. And so it's a great event that we do every year um, for all of our Wall of Hope recipients. And it's amazing the connections that have been developed because of those interactions they've had with one another. Um, one of our Wall of Hope recipients actually auditioned for the a musical a couple of um I can't even remember which one he was in but off, off the top of my head but he decided to come and perform because he wanted to be a part of giving back to somebody because somebody had done something so much for him and so it's just a full circle um of the family that we're trying to create there um at the Hope Box Theater with all of those who might be struggling or going through a difficult time as they try to recover from cancer. That's really touching because for me, it means that once they join the Hope Box Theater family, they are always a part of that family. It's not like it's a touch and then they go. You are always concerned and invested and supporting and they're part of a larger community. Absolutely. We don't want, to, we don't want them to walk away with, with anything less than the best experience and to know that someone is supporting them even beyond the show. It's, there will always be an encore. There will always be an encore and they're great people. And I've heard about Clue the Musical, but haven't seen it. So I have to be there to see that uh, interpretation. But you said you're doing your first straight play. What does that mean? So there, most of the shows we do are musicals. Okay. It's music, songs, yeah. and dancing, everything. Uh, the straight play is it's all lines. It's, it's a comedy farce that we'll be doing. Um, it's a chance to just try something else in our space that we haven't done before. We'll still have a Wall of Hope recipient. We'll still mm-hmm. have all of everything that we normally do. Just a little bit of a different style of the art that we don't we haven't done previously. Mm, such great things and performances and productions to look forward to. We've been talking today to Becky Ostad. She is the board member with the Hope Box Theater, uh, one of the original founders, shall I just say that? <laughs> Nine years ago, she helps coordinate with the Wall of Hope recipients. So if you know somebody that you believe would benefit or like to participate either as a Wall of Hope recipient or, or participate in the theater itself, um, Becky can help you with that. Ryan Bruckman, we just heard from, he's the marketing director and the board member with the Hope Box Theater. And I'm thinking by chance the best way to reach out and get more information and ticket information because Peter Pan is only on the stage through August 25th. 25th. So that's coming around the corner. How much more fun would that be before school starts to take the kids (laughs) to Peter Pan or a hot date? Right? Yeah. It could be that. (laughs) Could be that. Becky and Ryan, thank you so much for joining us on this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum.